Hello, everyone, and welcome back to this edition of the Weekly Touchdown. My name is Brandon Muting. And my name is Nick Sinnert. All right, so just got done with the Super Bowl. Yes. And we were both right. The Chiefs won. We were. And even going further, I said the 49ers would be up the first, second, third quarter. Yep. The Chiefs would make a comeback, and look what happened. Not as big as of a comeback as I thought. Well, well, let's just realize that this Chiefs offense was led by Patrick Mahomes, the Super Bowl MVP, which was a little questionable in my opinion. I get that he's the quarterback, but I was a little uh, question or I was questioning a little bit. I'm surprised Damian Williams didn't get the Super Bowl MVP, but nonetheless, Patrick Mahomes led the team all season. If we're looking at it, a whole body of work, then Patrick Mahomes is definitely the MVP in my opinion. But his two interceptions were the only thing that I think that put that in question. Yeah. Um, he's been nearly perfect all season, and in the biggest game, it almost cost him. Almost. They still won it. He still led them back from 10, 10 down Yeah. at the end of the – or at the start of the fourth quarter. Um, they were that, down 20 to 10. At that point, I thought it was over. Oh, too. so yeah, so did I. But then, once again, never count the Chiefs' offense out, and that defense is just good enough – and also, Brandon, last week I said, hey, watch out. We're watching two superstars in the making. Who's gonna, Whose star is going to shine brighter? It's obvious Patrick Mahomes did because yep. in that fourth quarter, Jimmy Garoppolo really just kind of fell off to the side and did not provide a big enough spark for that 49ers offense that, yes, it's based on the running game with Raheem Mostert and Tevin Coleman, but with receivers like Emmanuel Sanders and George Kittle, with a quarterback like Jimmy Garoppolo, who is who is a good quarterback, exactly, y- you should have done better. Um, you, you can't you can't just kind of fall over and say, "All right, Chiefs, you guys get this one," especially in the biggest game of your life. And in those first three quarters, the 49ers shut down Tyreek Hill and Travis yeah. Kelsey, but in the fourth quarter, they just let him go off. Yep. And honestly, you know better, especially with the Chiefs' offense. You can't let them come back in the fourth quarter because that's what they did against the Texans. Yeah. Did it against the – well, not in the fourth quarter, but they did against the Titans as well. Yeah. So um, that was a big losing end on the 49ers, but now the Chiefs have another Super Bowl in the first time in like 50 years. Yeah, exactly. And Kyle Shanahan, the head coach for the 49ers, and Jimmy Garoppolo as a team need to figure out – what they need to do differently next year because this team is going to be back. They're going to be just fine. They're returning all their core. Everything's going to be in place for another Super Bowl run, but they just need to figure out. Kyle Shanahan needs to figure out how to coach games better in the fourth quarter or just late in the games in general, as well as Jimmy Garoppolo needing to produce as well. Exactly. And at the beginning of the season, I was not expecting the 49ers to be that good. No, nobody was. And the thing is, is... That's the great thing about any sports is that a team can rise up from anywhere from you can count them out, but then, hey, they started off undefeated for a while, I know for sure, and then it's just kind of, you know, Chiefs offense was just too much, and the defense for the Chiefs, like I've been saying, just good enough, and that's all that matters when you can put up or 17 points in six minutes. Crazy. All right, since we're starting to drift away from the regular season now that the Chiefs have won it all, we're going to start talking about um, the upcoming draft, not today, but some other weeks. We're going to talk about the XFL, um, but for weeks leading up to the draft, we're going to talk about each division and what the teams need from mm-hmm. either free agency, the draft, maybe trading. Um, so today we're starting out with the AFC South. All right. So let's start out with the Houston Texans. Okay. Um, what, what do you think they need? What do you think they, sh- who should they should trade to get better deals? I think they need a, I think they need a running back. Okay. That's what I was thinking. As um, well. because Duke Johnson was not getting the job done. Carlos Hyde was good for a couple of games, 
but he's not a game changer. One game changer, they're going to take him from the Browns again, Kareem Hunt. Um, I could see Kareem Hunt possibly getting uh, sent to Houston or signing with Houston, I should say. But he can't stay out of trouble. Nope. Um, but So, I mean, as long as he stays out of trouble, he's going to be a game changer at running back. We saw that with the Chiefs before he had his whole problem with the law. So, I mean, the Texans have the piece, or the piece is, I should say, to be able to make a run in the playoffs. And with the thing is, with Deshaun Watson, he's a, definitely a top six quarterback in the league. Yep. DeAndre Hopkins is right up there with Michael Thomas as one of the best receivers. He has the best hands in football. Exactly. You have Will Fuller when he's healthy. Yep. And you, I can't remember that tight end. Maybe it's Darren Fells, possibly. Something like that. I can't remember off the top of my head, but they have that new tight end that kind of burst onto the scene as well. So you have all those guys in the pass-catching game, and Deshaun Watson, who's a dual-threat guy, kind of like a Patrick Mahomes or a Josh Allen, where he can run effectively and pass very effectively in a very weak AFC South. South. Yes. I mean, you have the Colts, who maybe are fighting for the top spot, are your only content or contenders to... Uh, challenge the Houston Texans because you look at the oh I guess the Titans the yep. Titans kind of came on I, f- I forget that the Titans are a uh, high quality team yeah year. they're a, they're a good team there but that team that t- the team that usually finishes second in the AFC South usually makes a wild card game so I just think that the the Texans need a game changer at running back and Kareem Hunt is really the best name available. Because you're not going to get a guy like Damian Williams or Raheem Mostert or Tevin Coleman's not the same as he is. Devontae Freeman's not the same as he was a few years back. So they're going to need to take a gamble on somebody. And there's no really big-name big running backs in this draft. No, I mean, you could maybe make an argument for J.K. Dobbins, but exactly. not even... But is he, he has the NFL body, but is he going to be a game-changer? You just don't know. You... you We've seen what happened with Leonard Fournette. Yep. Leonard Fournette, I believe he was picked number one overall, as he should have coming out of college. He was supposed to be better than J.K. Dobbins is supposed to be. And he's had his share of injuries. Man, you don't know how J.K.'s body's going to hold up. You don't know what what he's going to be like injury-prone-wise. And so Kareem Hunt, we've seen what he can do in the league. And so, yes, he didn't have the greatest year this year. But he also split carries with Nick Chubb, who is a pretty good running back. Very so, good running back. Um, plus, Cleveland's coaching staff, we've talked about it before, just did not know what they were doing with their whole team. And that's why Freddie Kitchens is out of there. So Exactly. And the Texans do not have a first-round pick in the draft this year. That's another thing to note. Mm-hmm. So if J.K. Dobbins or – can't think of his name from Georgia – Swift. What's DeAndre. His, DeAndre Swift. Yep. Um, since they fall to the second round, maybe they can pick one of, up, one of them there. But, yeah, they don't have a first-round pick, which I believe it was from the Dolphins with the Laramie Tunsil trade. Okay. Yep, so, so needed some offensive line help. Exactly. So if they don't get a running back, I mean, I think, like you said, Kareem Hunt, even if he stays yeah. out of trouble, maybe that's all good for the Texans. But otherwise, I mean, that's the only position like that really stands out for them. Yeah, exactly. I mean, they have a pretty solid defense. I mean, they might need an edge rusher after they got rid of Jadavion Clowney. But that's a guy that you can pick up in the second or third round and say, "Hey, all right, go go, just rush the passer," and so and he'll uh, he'll start provide or producing for you on the defensive side of the ball. But they still have J.J. Watt. They still have 
um, all those guys on the back side of the or on the defensive side of the ball to just like the Chiefs, as long as you score enough points in the NFL, it seems like as long as your defense is good enough, you're gonna win some ball games. Exactly. Moving on to the next team, the Colts, especially after losing Andrew Luck to retirement, people are like, Well, do they need a quarterback? I'm saying no. Okay. And I'm gonna say they need a defensive lineman. Okay, I'm gonna actually say they do need a quarterback. Okay, and you're a big fan of Jacoby Brissett. I am, but I- I don't know if the Colts think that Jacoby's going to be the long-term option. Okay. Now, this is probably not going to happen, but if it does, I'm going to say I told you so. All right, fair enough. I think they're going to try to sign Mr. Brady. Okay. I think they're going to try to sign Tom Brady because I could see the Colts giving a two-year deal Maybe I don't know if Tom wants a one year one year deal. Who knows? But I just think that Tom Brady would be a good fit in the Colts offense. Yep. With uh Najee Hines and I'm trying to think of their receiving core. T. Y. Hilton, thank yep. you. <laughs> um that's who it is. So yes, they do need help on the defensive side of the ball, but they're not going to go anywhere. They're not going to win a Super Bowl, I should say, no. with Jacoby Brissett. And so then you have to back up and think or say to yourself, ask yourself, all right, what do we want more here? So um, a division championship or a, a Super Bowl championship. And we all know that Tom Brady can provide the, the latter part. So uh, I just think that they should try it. And plus, he'd be playing in a dome half the season, which older people, they yep. don't like the cold. That's true enough. Um, this is, kind of reminds me of the Peyton Manning situation when he was in the Colts. Nobody's like, well, we can't picture Peyton Manning wearing a different uniform ever. Yeah. And then when he went to Denver, they're like, okay, well, never mind. He can definitely win with this team. Yeah. I feel like if, excuse me, I feel like if that was going to happen with Tom Brady, that people are going to feel the same way. Yeah. Like, I personally, I can only picture him in a Patriots jersey, but I do know he would play with any team he said. Exactly. So... I could see what you're saying is happening, and I think that would be awesome for the Colts for maybe a season or two going in. Um, the next team we're going to bring up is the Titans. Okay. They were the sleeper this year. Yes. Um, I don't think they need a quarterback, especially after no. Ryan Tannehill came back, which was awesome. Um, definitely don't need a running back. I'm going to say receiver. I'm going to say that as well. Uh, they have, I mean, they have quite a few options in the draft class uh, this year, but... Also, another thing that they need to make sure they do this offseason, or relatively soon, I should say, lock up Derrick Henry for the long term. Uh, Derrick Henry, man, he he rushed for 1,500 yards and 16 touchdowns. Okay, Ezekiel Elliott is currently the highest paid running back, but I think that Derrick Henry had a better season than Ezekiel Elliott. Yep. And I think that he will continue to have better seasons than Ezekiel Elliott. I believe that he's going to be a top two running back in the league next year where because he just has that body and that motor that just cannot or won't stop and hard to bring down. And so I think that I think the Titans need to focus on whether it's not if it's not this offseason, then right before the season starts, which would still be this offseason. So in the near future, very, very near future, they need to lock Derrick Henry up and keep that core between Ryan Tannehill. Yes, even Marcus Mariota needs to stay yep. because that's part of the, te- the part of the offense because we saw all the trick plays that, that the Titans ran in the playoffs with the two-quarterback system with Marcus Mariota and Ryan Tannehill. 
And with Derrick Henry in the backfield, that just adds to the offense as well. On the outside receiving core, you do have, I mean, you have Delaney Walker at tight end, who he has shown bright spots, but he's getting up there in age um, as well. So you might want to think about maybe looking at a tight end, even if he's a young guy like a Mike Gesicki from Miami. There's no way Denver's going to let go of Noah Fant. Nope. But you can try, I guess. But then also, Corey Davis, who they selected in the first round out of Western Michigan a couple years back, has not panned out as they were hoping. So they need to take another shot at another wide receiver. I'm, I don't know. I'm sure they have a first-round pick. And so they have a good offensive line there with Taylor Lewan and um, other guys that make up that line. Their defense is pretty stout. Um, we saw them hold down the Chiefs for a while, but then the Chiefs' offense just wore, yet, wore them out. So Exactly. And the Titans have the 29th pick, which okay. because of how far they went into the playoffs – and like you said, the only thing I'm going to say is Derrick Henry is probably always going to be the Titans' go-to, but when Derrick Henry isn't getting the yards he wants, you're going to need to pass it. Yes. And Delaney Walker's not always going to be open, and Corey Davis, like you said, hasn't panned out this season, so you're going to need a second receiver in there, whether exactly. that's trading for it or maybe in this first round get somebody. I doubt Judy's going to fall that far at all. No, no probably not. Not at um, all. I don't know. Is Jalen Waddle in the – did he declare – if if he did, if he did, I don't think he declared. Actually, I think he's staying in Alabama. But he is probably the fastest player in college football, and so the thing is, he's the fastest player in college football. And so once he, well, I mean, that's a game changer right there. Speeds. There's one thing you can't teach, Brandon. Speed. Yep. And so I think I think they really need to look at drafting a quick guy that can beat some defensive backs. Exactly. Uh, moving on to the last team of this division is the Jacksonville Jaguars. We got the Minshew. We got Foles. Yep. Um, I'm going to say corner back. Okay, after trading Jalen Ramsey. Exactly. And when the weekly touchdown first started, I feel like that's all we talked about was Jalen Ramsey. Yeah. And now they need someone to fill that position because that position feels empty at this yes. point. Yeah, so I, on top of that, I think they need to name Gardner Minshew the starting quarterback. I agree. They they do they have invested a lot of money into Nick Foles, but it's clear he just isn't the answer. So they need to uh, have Gardner Minshew be the starting quarterback. The fans would love it. Um, it's going to be hard to dish that contract of Nick Foles off to another team. But if if a team is in dire need of a quarterback, if somebody uh, fall or goes to an injury, goes out with an injury, something like that, maybe need the Jaguars need a ticket. Or pick up the phone and say, hey, do you guys need a quarterback? Because we have one. It's just the only problem is a lot of money is tied with him. So uh, you're going to have to pick up a big contract. So they need to do that. There's no way that Jeff Okuda from Ohio State will fall. I'm not sure when, what peck the Jags. So there's, there's, they're in that range where maybe if, a, if they trade that pick and two more, like a third and a fourth round pick, they'll be able to get up to – one or two or th- third overall, where Jeff Okuda is probably going to land. Yep, I think he'll go to the Lions, in my opinion. So, but he is really the. Actually, maybe Bryce Hall. I can't remember if Bryce Hall is a defensive back from Virginia, but Jeff Okuda and. Um, Bryce Hall? Is it Bryce Hall? 
Uh, no, that's not Papa Nova. Okay, well then, <laughs> never mind. So, uh, ju- we'll just stay with Jeff Okuda then. Okay, Jeff Okuda. Uh, Jeff Okuda is probably the the best option you have. So you're gonna have to look at trading up if you are the Jacksonville Jaguars and you want to get a game changer at uh, corner. And they also have C.J. Henderson labeled here as well from Florida. Florida okay. State. Um, I don't know too much about him. I know a little bit about Jeff Okuda, like you're saying. Um, I don't think, personally, I don't think the Lions, because I Lions have the third pick, and they also need a corner, and we'll talk about that some other episode. But um, they need a corner really badly, and I doubt they would trade for it unless the Jaguars gave them a ridiculous deal. Um so I don't think Akuda is going to fall that far to the Jaguars. Probably not. Um, so they're probably going to have to look to the offseason or maybe just second or third rounder Yeah. at that point. Um, another person or another uh, position they might need for the first round is an O-line. Their O-line, I think part of it's Fournette's fault, but they didn't. Fournette couldn't go far, and sometimes it was the O-line's fault, and they need to create that separation for him. Okay, so just to look, I was just looking at the quarter or the cornerback rank, rankings. So Bryce Hall. Oh, it is Bryce Hall. Yep, it is Bryce Hall. Okay. Let me go to their position rankings. So Bryce Hall is the one, two, three, four, fifth best available um cornerback. Okay. So there's an option where, well, maybe I can wait till the second round. So there's stuff like that. They have CJ Henderson, like you said, Trayvon Diggs from Bama, and then it's Bryce Hall. So um and then moving down the list, you have A.J. Terrell from Clemson, who is not too bad. Uh, any of those guys will probably do just fine. You could even think about Trevon Diggs. Did you yes. say Trevon Diggs from Alabama? Yes. Okay. So any of those guys will do just fine. But if you need a game changer, you want to trade up for Okuda. Especially. Um, moving to the last segment of the show, uh, we kind of talked about it. We talked about Tom Brady possibly moving teams, Kareem Hunt possibly moving teams. Is there anyone that sticks out that you think will be wearing a different uniform by next season? And this one, this one's hard to say because the NFL is unpredictable. Like yeah. nobody expected Jimmy Graham to move from the Saints. Yeah, exactly. Goodness sakes, um, I would not be surprised. I honestly think Tom Brady will leave. Okay. And See my I would not be surprised if I saw, um, Philip Lindsay from Denver okay. wearing a new uniform. Matt Stafford, maybe not this year, but next year. Okay. Um, See, for me, I'm going to say A.J. Green. Okay. Which which is probably the boldest one that I can think of. And Cam Newton, we've talked about a couple oh, times. Oh, Cam Newton. Yeah, I forgot about Cam. I'll, I'll add Cam to my list as well. That's, yeah, that's a good point. Cam Newton. And then I even thought about Phillip Rivers. Just because if the Chargers take a quarterback in this year's draft, or they if, could probably use Rivers for a draft ex- pick. Exactly, or if Chargers sign Tom Brady. Exactly. So, literally, this offseason is going to be unpredictable. It is. Like, with all these quarterbacks and some of the quarterbacks falling off the map, like Phillip Rivers, Jameis Winston, Cam Newton, people like that, you just don't know with this offseason. Exactly. But um, So, next week, we'll go over another division, talk more about the XFL, because it starts soon. Today? It starts today? Does it really start today? <laughs> yes, February 6th, I believe, it's is what it's Pretty exciting. So we'll go ahead and uh, talk about that. 
But um, these segments are probably going to get a little shorter, especially with the NFL season being over. Yeah, so on your early morning drive to work, you can listen to us, and it'll be just fine. Yeah, perfect. 25 minutes, get get you through traffic. <laughs> exactly. All right, my name is Brandon Muting. And I am Nick Sainert. We'll see you guys next week. Adios.